Hello, everybody. Welcome into the newest edition of Generational Gap, Episode 7. Here with me, as always, my daughter Lucy. Lucy, say hello. Aloha. Aloha. Konnichiwa. Other highs and languages. Hola. I know hola. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, here we are, Episode 7. Episode 6 was really good. <laughs> This is my favorite episode of the sh- of the season, I'd say. This one that we just watched is your favorite? It's one of. I would say like five, six, and seven are really good episodes because they have some really good parts. Okay. But I don't know. I But this might be my favorite episode. I, have to, I can't fully remember them. So in episode six, they found the gold. There was uh, a whole scene in the well. Yeah. At so, Mrs. Craner's. But he only managed to get the one bar out. So that now, we think, though, because then it showed like four bars. I don't think he did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. In a little bit. Pretty sure they just had the one. Either way, there are many more <laughs> and they need to go back in. So uh, episode seven opens with John B. and Sarah walking uh, outside of Sarah's house and they're talking about how much the gold's worth and how many more are down there. And I was like, there's like 500 or 600 bars down there. There are several bars of gold, many, many, as well as uh, it is worth about 400 mil. Mm -hmm. So they're talking about all this and Ward's in the kitchen. And over here's um, here's something that piques his interest, cracks the window, listens. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Scooby-Doo with food. Money? Here's him plotting. Knows that they're planning to go get the gold out, so he, he doesn't know where it is or anything, mm-hmm. so he kind of needs John B. here. So he uh, he comes out, and he tells them, I'm going to take John B. fishing tomorrow. At the first light. First light. Which they're in the west, so... Or- East, sorry. East. Yes, They're in the east. east, so that's when the sun comes up. Sun rises in the east, yeah. So it was like 2.55 is where the... Well, they got up so they could be out on the boat at first light. That's yeah. not when the sun comes up, but yes. So they got up like 2.55 is what the alarm said, which... Why when I just set it for three? Mm-hmm. I mean, really. Yeah, that's only five, five minutes. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. That right there, I don't trust it. I don't trust anybody that can't just get that five extra minutes. Because <laughs> you love sleep, if you guys don't know oh, that. I'm a huge fan of sleep, even though I just don't do it. Anymore. If there was a sleep fan club, he'd be the um, prin- uh, principal? Pres- president of president. it. <laughs> the principal of it. I'd be that, too. You could be the vice principal. <laughs> or president. So... We cut to uh, after, uh, you know, John B. can't possibly refuse to go fishing with Ward. So he's going to be like, uh, yeah, okay. And the gold's not going anywhere. Because so he'll be, because it'll be sus then. Right. Which, just say that you got, like, because he, because Sarah goes, no, he can't. We have plans. Right. And he's like, oh, boy, sitting at the pool all day. You could just tell him that they, they have plans with the other pogues. Like, oh, yeah. they're showing me around or whatever. Like, you could have sure. made something up. There, I don't know. I guess she runs the risk of him not wanting her to hang out with them, but whatever. So he's like, nope, I'm taking him fishing. About time for us to have a little bonding. That boat needs a first mate. Yeah, the boat needs said. a first mate. So then we cut to all the pogues, and they're hanging up. They're, uh, they're melting down the gold. 
Pogues and Sarah. Yeah, because when he Sarah's with him. Because when they put it in the pan, there was like four bars. Because it was this big blob, and there was like layered almost to it. No, maybe there was. I don't know. So, (laughs) so they're melting it down because it's got the wheat bushel on it, and if you take it in there with that on it, people are gonna know where it's from. Yada yada. So you found it. So they need to melt it down, and they do it with a torch in a pan or a pot, uh, just in their van or by their van. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it was like in the front of John B's house or JJ's or one of them. And it looks pretty rough. <laughs> it's uh, it's just this it's mound. A piece of crap. Of, it looks like the, the you know like a gold nugget, like when you'd see people get them. But it's seven pounds. They take it into a pawn shop, and. Uh, they're going over what they're going to say. JJ, it's like, how did I get this job? And Pope goes, you're, you're the, the best, best liar. liar. <laughs> Which, factual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because you're the best liar. Yeah. So he goes in there. Facts. And uh, throws down. The lady does this acid test. And, uh, Ooh, the acid really test tested. to my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> she's doing this to make sure it's not painted, to make sure it's not something else. Yeah. And she can't debunk it. And she's like, holy cow, this is gold. So I'm seven rich, pounds. Billy. She says, I gotta go ask my boss. Who is Barry? Barry. How is crackhead Barry? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a pawn shop. It's not like he's running some like big time respectable business. Mm-hmm. But so Barry's the boss, and she goes, They got seven pounds. He goes, You mean seven ounces? Nope. Pounds. So she goes out there, she says, I can do fifty thousand. And they're like, You don't think we looked this up? Or not they, JJ. This is worth 140000 And then she At reminds least. them that it's you're a in a pawn shop. shop. And you're not going to get things that value. That's the idea. <laughs> and so uh, he talks her from 50 up to 70 And she won't ask any questions about where he got it. Yeah. So they don't keep that much cash in the, the, pawn, uh, shop. In the pawn shop. She's like, I can give you the directions to the warehouse. I called it the bear house. Because as they're on their way there, they start getting pulled over. A cop and a charger pulls up behind them. Bloop, bloop. Flashing the cherries. But who is it? Barry. It's Barry. I get it. He a gets bear, out. Barry. They send him. She sent him to the bear house instead of the warehouse. And it's like. They're not all winners. There's literally like nothing there either. It's. Not even a warehouse. It's literally just weeds, like big trees and weeds. Right. I don't think they're, I mean, they're, yeah, there's nothing. There's like right down a random address and yeah. follow them. Um, So Barry comes up. He's got. Which before they're like, they're trying to hide like the drugs worried and about, gold and does, stuff. Yeah. Uh, does JJ have weed? Yeah. Does JJ have the gun? Hide the gold. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're like hiding it under his seat. <clears throat> How much weed did you bring, dude? Which he didn't even say if he had any. They were just no. more worried about the gold. They shoved mm-hmm. it under the seat. Yeah. Um, well, as they're doing all this, here comes Barry with a mask and a shotgun. But he's not social distancing. He wears his mask, <laughs> but he does not recognize social Dad, distancing. Yeah, this is before social distancing. Oh, I was always social distancing. <laughs> okay. I always had a bubble I didn't want people in, and it just got like a foot bigger when COVID happened. All right? Like... <laughs> If I could touch you, you're too close. Um, well, you're my daughter. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so it's 70 G's, but there is no warehouse. There is no 70 G's. 
and it was Barry's got them all laying on the laying on the side of the road in the ditch, uh, face down. John B is kind of the farthest away from his door, and he gets up. Which I don't know how he doesn't notice that there's a person. I know he must not done much of a head count. Like just I I see more than one person. We're good. Yeah, um, he's not so this smart. Barry rifles through the van, eventually finds the gold. Um, gets John B gets in the back of the car. Um, yeah, lays down in the back seat. Of he the, grabbed the keys out of the ignition. Cannot say the word. Um, and then when Barry is getting back into the car, um, he's like looking for the keys, and John B like hits him in the head or something. Well, he's got that cast on his forearm. Yeah, and I think he wrapped him with that, which a cast would hurt. It oh, yeah. pretty good. Um, but before he's getting up, like as he's trying to get up, Sarah's no, 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 which you gotta like that could get Barry's attention if he's gonna go, mm-hmm. you gotta let him go. Pope, like, whispers, don't be a John B, don't be a hero. And Pope looks like more his girlfriend than Sarah <laughs> in that moment. The look on his face, Sarah just has don't be a hero. Man, it was hey, I said that those two and JJ, beautiful bromance. <laughs> To even like just the actor is beautiful romance. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you. That's when shows are good. When when the cast you can tell gets along. You're like, man, I really like to hang out with them outside of the show. Like New Girl, mm. we always like that show. Like watching that, you're like, you know, they're having so much fun making that oh, show. Yeah. I would love to just hang out. It's like, and it's, it like there's so many shows where it's like, oh, I wonder how many retakes it took because they kept laughing or whatever. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, they have multiple takes. The hardest scenes are, like, always death scenes and stuff, too. Because mm-hmm. you just randomly giggle. Right, yeah. And, I mean, you can only kill that person once, so you got to get it in the first shot. What? They're, they don't actually kill people. How do you know? Do they come back in the show? Have you never seen BTS of a show? Hmm. The actor is still alive. It's BTS. I want, I love watching BTS of stuff. Okay, keep going. Behind the scenes. so. Oh. Forgot you guys had to abbreviate everything. Um, so yeah, I'm not, hey, <laughs> just so everyone knows, I wasn't talking about the Asian or boy band. Yeah, that's the next episode. episode. What? So, no. No. Um. <laughs> so John B sits up in the back seat. He starts hitting Barry, and eventually he wrestles the shotgun away. They fall out of the car. And at this point, everybody's made their way over there. Kiara's kicking him. Sarah's slamming the door on his head. Um, and uh, there, <laughs> it takes five of them. Is there five of them? Yeah, yeah five of them to beat beat up this not big or intimidating drug dealer. Oh, no. And then, of course, JJ knows who he is because he sells dope to his father. Mm-hmm. So Sarah goes, "You probably sells." We do my brother or whatever he, Coke, she said. Yeah, Kakawina. I can't. Um. So yeah. So like, JJ wants to keep beating on him. They they stop him, but he takes Barry's wallet and gets his Pulls address his ID, off yeah. his ID, and says, uh, "We're going to get even." Hmm? Would you have done it? No. <laughs> That's girl. such a stupid thing. So at Casa de Barry. JJ goes in. He knows how drug dealers work. He knows there's got to be a stash or a stash of cash or something around there. Rifles around, finds a bag full of cash in the closet. Grabs, I think he said, I think 25,000. Yeah, 25. He left a little, but he took like five bundles of 5,000 and he walks outside 
and no one he else is having it. Yeah, he tries getting in the car, and then everyone's just standing out there, like their arms crossed, like what? Like if he's just some innocent little five year old, what did I do? Right, and so he. No one else is on board with stealing from a drug dealer. It's not what they do. It's probably not the best move. No need to have extra attention on yourself. Yeah, Kiara literally says, so we're just stealing from drug dealers now? Yeah, that is, uh, it's pretty hard. And I get wanting revenge, but I think beating the dude up and leaving him on the side of the road. Yeah, that's revenge enough. And they took his car keys and chucked him into the woods, so they know he's going to be there for a little bit. So, uh, John B., Says you're going to end up like your dad. Which they both remind each other that all the time. And then as soon as the one person says it, they literally go straight at each other's throats. Yeah. JJ does not like hearing that. They both say it about each other. He's just tired of. I thought they were best friends. He's just tired of being held down and uh, feeling poor and like he doesn't have uh, a future. You know, I get Mm -hmm. it. I get it. So they. He takes the money. No one else wants to. And so JJ's like, you know what? I'm out of here. And he walks with the money. Just leaves. They get in their van and they leave. And then the next scene is Kooks at a Country Club. Mm-hmm. And it's Topper, Kelson, Rafe. And they're talking. And uh, what were they? They were making jokes about John B. and Sarah at mm-hmm. first, which Rafe is making fun of his own sister at like. Um- in a, in a, you know, about her having intercourse with her new boyfriend in front of her old boyfriend. It's That's, super weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta think, he probably doesn't want to hear that either. It was mainly Kel's doing it, but Rafe's just giggling along. He, oh, he right. doesn't, like, remind himself, wait, that's my sister. Yeah, he's not much of a brother. No. Um, I thought my brothers were bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, who pulls in? Barry. Barry. <laughs> He found his keys, and he is highly upset. Yeah. And he knows that Sarah is Rafe's sister, so he goes and finds Rafe. And Rafe Cameron. After uh, after Ward beating him up. He ain't and, happy, and then and his now sister. this thing, he's like, what does your family think of me? What? You're a tweaker coke dealer. Like, do you think that they have a high opinion of you? Like, Yes, they think that you're some friend of his that's gonna that has a high... I can't think of the word. G- GPA? Yeah. yeah. High, high GPA. Um, and I just, I, so like Barry is just terrified or uh, Rafe terrifying? is terrified no. of Barry and Barry is not terrifying. No. And when he gets Rafe in Rafe and more Topper's, terrifying than him. Yeah. And they're all about beating up these other kids, but then this tiny little crackhead, he's not a big guy. It drives me nuts that there's two of them. Rafe and they like both... shakes looking at him. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, he's a rough dude, you know, and he would shoot you. But mm-hmm. He's not going to shoot you right now at the country club, so kick no. his ass. But they don't. They're they're scared. Topper's, like, getting in his face, like, hey, chill, chill. And barely like, grabs him by the country, like, what country club? What you saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, Mom. So now Barry and Topper know. Oh, I keep doing it. Rafe and Topper mm-hmm. know about. Sarah being involved in robbing Barry, and they take so that off their motorcycles and take off to find the the van that 
JB and Sarah are in. Right. So they just chilling, and then the buttheads have to show up. Rafe cuts off Mr. Country Club, the van, and makes them pull over. And they, which he almost dies doing. He's he just swerves in front, of like, "Hi, I'm a little duck in the road." <laughs> so they're uh, he's confronting them about the uh, the theft. And Sarah tells him off and tells him she knows what she's doing. Are you high? I say all the time to my brothers. And so they uh, really nothing comes of it. But now they know John B and Sarah know that other people know that they robbed Barry. Mm -hmm. And they're still not totally sure. They weren't on board with wanting to do it. So they're not totally sure how to handle it. Uh, there's a quick cutaway to Ward and Rose, and Ward telling Rose that he is so close to finding the yeah. Because Rose gold. comes in having some big deal, um, was like, oh, we could buy this house. This could be our property. Da da da. And he, and she said, Ward, what's wrong with you? You'd be salivating or something now. Yeah, because she yeah some big money opportunity, and he says, I'm working on something I've been working on for a long time. Oh, you're not digging for gold again? No, honey, I'm. I've got it. I Ew, he's it. picking his nose. Yep, yep. Itched his brain there. Uh. So then the uh, the JJ-less Pogues are planning, and really it's just Key and uh, Pope planning. All right, so Ray, uh, so uh, JJ and John B will go down in the well. We'll do this. We'll do you that. Missed huh? You missed something. What? The church. No, I have it in order. It's coming up. Mm. Uh, so, uh, they're planning for how they're going to go get it. And honey, I took notes in order as we watched the episode. (laughs) So then we go to JJ giving the cash to his dad and saying, uh, dad, I got the cash to pay for the restitution for sinking toppers boat. And his dad seems like almost proud. JJ gets this big smile. He's never seen his dad be proud of him before, you feel like. And uh, then the dad decides that he's going to go look in the newspaper because there's some big sale. And he's like ready to spend this cash already. And then as JJ's like, Dad, can we just do the right thing for once? He's like, this ain't money. Ain't going to the cops. You know how much you've cost me, you little beep? Which I don't know how much he's cost him. But it can't. A lot, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, so his dad is a colossal piece of trash and, uh, JJ tries to grab the money and run after his dad tells him he's not going to pay the restitution with it. And his dad grabs him, slams him on the wall. They end up swinging back and forth and it's pretty brutal fight scene knowing that it's supposed to be father and son. Mm -hmm. Like that's, uh, that's hard to watch. And. JJ can't beat up other kids his age, but somehow rage beats his dad <laughs> and takes a, like they, they fall through the porch. They're on the ground and JJ's punching him and he, he ends up with a wrench and he, he pulls back and he wants to hit him, but he also doesn't want to hit him. And he stops and he tells him, I'm not afraid of you anymore. And he takes the money and leaves. Yeah. He like, Gets his dad out of, like... Because they're in just, like, a little, like, little balcony mesh, thing. Mesh, uh, yeah. screened-in porch. Gets him out of the mesh, which... They go through it. <laughs> yeah. But 
I would have taken the money and like shoulder checked into the mesh and ran. Something. I, I feel like his exit route wasn't the best, but he, he tries like going over it. Like he's a foot or two away from his dad out of the escape route he would have had. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, um, Oh, so this is where Rafe and Topper confront John B and Sarah. Okay. We, we got carried away talking about them and we skipped that. So then that happens. Rafe and Topper confront them. Nothing really comes out of it except for now that John B and Sarah know that people know that they robbed Barry. Um, yeah. Cause, uh, at the part before that, this is what we were missing. What? Cause I remember it was Sarah, Kiara, Pope, and John B. Right. That's what we were missing. Yep, That's what yep. I was confused about. That was why, yeah. So, uh, after... They were at the Wreck, which is Kiara's family's restaurant. And they were kind of planning out, and they're like, okay, we can do it this time. And plus, if we do it, JJ will probably be here by now. Right, yeah, that was and then he's And then he's like, yeah, yeah, we can do it early tomorrow morning. But then Sarah reminds him about Ward. Yeah, and they want him to cancel, but he's like, I can't cancel on the guy he took me in. So, uh, they, <clears throat> excuse me, can't cancel on the guy he took me in. So they're like, all right, fine. It's better to do it at night anyway, I guess. Um, so then, so that was earlier. Now we're all out of order. Yeah, so then. So now. After they got jumped then. So we fast forward to Rafe and Topper confronting John B and Sarah. And then after that's over, it's all awkward and uh, tense because uh, they just had a thing. And John B says, uh, I want to show you something. And he takes Sarah to this old church that's super old and really pretty. His dad went there as a child. Yeah, his dad went there as a child and he shows her where his name is carved into it. And then uh, they, uh, up they, at the bell tower. they start kissing. And then maybe a little bit more. This is a Christian Minecraft server. Yeah, they were in a church. <laughs> so she stops. She's nervous. She's a virgin. And he, they talk a little bit. And they're, John B. says, well, we don't have to. We don't have to. And then uh, after a couple minutes, which, they do. Yeah, which that's nothing Topper would do. Topper's like, no, no, now or never. Oh, <laughs> Well, he dated her for how long, and they never did it, so he must have had a little he bit He tried. Of... But anyway, so uh, then we got Key and Pope getting ready, talking about their plan for the gold. Uh, and then all these lights kick on. And where are they? Are they at JJ's house? They're at John B's house. They're at John B's house. All these lights kick on, and they're like, what in the world? And they walk around, and there's JJ in a hot tub with a disco ball and all kinds of shenanigans. And he's drunk, and he's all excited. I bought this for my friends. And they're yelling at him because he should have spent the money on the restitution. You could have paid for restitution or literally given it to any charity. Or you could have helped us get the rest of the gold out of the well. Right, you know what? I didn't supplies. do that. And, and he stands he's... up, and there's punches from his dad on his stomach. And he, they all he's start all getting a little emotional. Up. JJ's crying, and he's like, "No, no, no! We're not being emotional right now. Just get in the hot tub." So uh, Kiara like just just walks in in her clothes and just starts hugging him. He starts bawling, and then Pope 
Probably the move I would have made. He doesn't get in the water, but he reaches over and hugs him. <laughs> See, that's why I feel like I'm so much like Kiara. I would have gone in and hugged him. Yeah. With any of my friends. I would say that's probably accurate. So uh, then we cut to first light, 2.55 a.m. And uh, they they get up, John Serial B. Killers. and Ward, they go out to the boat. And uh, John B. says, Guffy said there's some good fish, so-and-so, whatever spot. And Ward's like, yeah, that means there'll be too many people there. Let's go south. Because of his mouth. Let's go to Swansboro Hole, I think is what it was called. Um, okay, grabs a bottle of Tito's. Mm. And uh, they head out to the to the sea. And they're out there, and they're, they're not catching anything. They say, you know, they don't. They say it's been a couple hours since they've been out there or something like that. And uh, Ward's pretty crocked. He's been throwing back them Tito's and grapefruit. And he has John B. pour him another, says, hold the grapefruit. And then he has John B. pour one for himself. I'm only 16, sir. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. We're on international waters. Yeah. If you're with your girlfriend's dad, it's usually a good idea to turn it down. Just because it's that's the image he's going to have of you. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Come on, we're on international waters. Blah, blah, blah. And he uh, makes a toast to him being a knight of the Rotundan or whatever they call mm-hmm. their little thing. To truth. Yeah, yeah. He's setting up this big talk that's coming the whole time. Um, and then he says, uh, wait, one more. Your girlfriend's pretty nice. And they've to never Sarah. really had this discussion. Like, but, he there hasn't, but he knows. So John B's like, to Sarah. All right. So they toast. Um which they're on like the dock or no, what's it called? Um, like the front of the boat. Yeah, don't come. Do I look like a sailor? I don't know. The part that <laughs> looks at the water. Yeah. So, uh, First for the closing of the episode, these last few minutes, they're standing at the edge of the boat, not catching anything, talking, and uh, Ward gives them this talk about how important truth is, and then uh, tells John B that he knows he found the gold. And he, he's denying it. He's going, no, 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 I right. gave up a while ago. Ward says, you can play that if you want. but And then he starts be... saying, oh, I know it's this and this and something about Redfield and the well, Tannehill map. He starts telling him there's going to be things that you're going to need my help on. And he's probably right, because how are these kids going to sell this gold? Like, they, they already ran into one issue at a pawn shop. Like, they're going to need a way to... F- to move the gold. You can have the gold and it doesn't mean anything if you can't do anything with it. So Ward's telling him, I can make that stuff go away, which he's right about, but he's, there's no way he's going to give them a fair shake. So John B knowing this plays stupid, the smart move. Um, what do you mean? Ward starts going on about, look, I know that you needed that map for Tannehill. I know that, uh, something. this, I know that it's something with Redfield, and then John Hold B up. knows how could you have known that without knowing about the compass? And he tells Ward, "I know you. I bet you had something to do with my father's disappearance." And he's like, "He's getting, he's get, he's getting fired up. He's cursing back at Ward. He's going, you have my compass. Where is it? You Ward's, have my daddy's compass.'" Ward is drunk and angry and knows he messed up. And John B says, "We'll see what the sheriff has to say about this." And he, Goes up to the boat to the steering wheel or whatever it's wheel. called on a boat. I don't know the wheel. And uh, says we're going we're going home. And he starts starts going towards land. And then 
Ward looks at that. Uh, what's what kind of hook is that? What's gaff it? hook. A gaff hook. The same one that grabs it. Probably killed those other two guys with. He's getting up the ladder and then like hits it on the ladder, like hooks it Pulling on himself up and yeah. clinks. So then John B's looking back. Where's John that? B turns around and Ward's got some serial killer face going. His face says, "You will not live for tomorrow." Yeah, you're not getting off this boat. So that's where the episode ends. So the next episode beginning, I assume they're probably just having some more Tito's and talking about like social friendship. gatherings. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, um, they're getting drunk. They're talking about friendship. So they, that's where it ends. We'll see what picks up next week in episode eight. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I'm Aaron. And I'm Lucy. Goodbye, Hollywood.